Hello everyone, this is Owen. Right now, I'm getting the new episode ready for upload. I think everyone's gonna like it, but before I do that, I just wanted to record this little message, because one year ago today, on October 25th, uh, 2016, we released the first ever episode of Big Gay Nerds, the one where we did our big introduction and started on Monster Hearts character creation. It's the extra long one that we've got pinned on the SoundCloud page. And at the time, we really didn't know how successful this would be. It was just kind of a gamble, just kind of doing something for fun. And if it didn't take off, we probably would have just let it set to the side and focused on other things, but it did. Right now, I'm looking at our SoundCloud stats, and over the last 365 days, we have had 6,779 plays in total, and 957 plays in this month alone. That is incredible. In that amount of time, we've also gotten up on iTunes. I don't have any way of tracking our total listens there. And as always, if you want to show iTunes how much you like us, you should leave a positive review. Let us climb those rankings. And we've expanded onto Twitter at BigGayNerdsCast and Facebook on the Big Gay Nerds podcast page. And we have a Patreon. Uh, it's definitely enough to keep the metaphorical lights on for the podcast so that it's not something we have to worry about as an expense. It's something that's covering itself. So despite all the other money issues we have to worry about, this isn't one of them. And obviously, none of that would be possible without you, the listeners. And I want to say thank you for sticking with us. Naturally, a big thanks to everyone who has already donated to the Patreon, but also a really big thanks to everyone who has given us specific feedback uh, seeing those numbers climb is great, but seeing people actually say in words, hey, I like this podcast for these reasons, that is super encouraging. And uh, for every single person who's done some kind of fan work, that, that is like that, but doubled. So um, if you're ever thinking of, hmm, should I draw these characters? Would these people think that was weird or something? Definitely, definitely go for it. Um, and of course, I want to thank my fellow big gay nerds, my lovely fiancé Levi, and Saturn, Sarah, Ian, and our, I guess you could call them, auxiliary members, Pixie and James. I hope that we'll be able to see more of them in future recordings. And I'd like to thank, obviously, the people who wrote the great games we're playing. And I want to thank Aesop Rock for putting together the Free Use The Blob track, which we use, we harvest, for our intro and outro music. And I think I hear it coming on right now. campus of Pig Smoke College is, in a word, big. Uh, it's even bigger if you actually go inside of it. Uh, just simply patrolling the grounds from outside, uh, it seems to be a normal big college campus. Once you actually cross through the gates, it becomes the size of maybe a small town 
or maybe that's a little generous. It's possible that some of it just comes down to illusion to attempt to make the place look bigger than it is. Nevertheless, it's hard to dispute what the biggest building on campus is, and that is the central building. Looming like a tower in the middle of campus, it is home to, among other things, the dean's offices, which house the innumerable bureaucratic systems that are required to keep any college, really, afloat, and for a magical college, which has parts of it that need to be literally kept afloat, the process is even more taxing. The dean's office itself, the office where it resides, is similarly large and grandiose, with portraits of previous deans and old, flattering black-and-white photographs of the campus back in its glory days, and numerous awards received by it. The dean itself sits at its desk, and it's looking more human than usual. Pretty human, in fact. It usually tends to work out like this, because at the start of the year, it'll dress up all respectable, as it were, for the speeches and such for the incoming class, and from a distance, it just looks like a person. Um, as the year winds on, though, it'll start to sort of relax the same way that someone uh, getting used to a new job or a new relationship will become more casual in their dress, and it'll start to slowly slip into the unnameable form that it is arguably most comfortable in. But right now, it is at least shaped like a studious-looking human wearing a suit. And all four of you are seated before it. Now, let's... Since I, we didn't... You know what? Let's hear, let's get some introductions, because I don't think we heard what anyone's names were last time. Oh, good. Uh, do you have an order in mind, or oh, take volunteers? Uh, uh, Professor Adams. Uh, yes. Always <laughs> oh, going for it. Going for it, yes! Tell us a little about yourself. What kind of person is sitting in that chair? Uh, okay. So, hello everybody, I'm Professor Albert Adams. Um, I will be played by, uh, the... Uh, the character actor Ian, um, as everybody knows, um, he's currently speaking through me in in a in a terrible <laughs> manner. Um, so, uh, uh, Albert is a bug-eyed, timid man of a taller than average height and slender build, wearing a, a classic tweed jacket of a well-worn, respectable professor. I like to think. Um, elbow patches. Yes. Um, oh yeah. So he plays as though I'm playing as a workhorse uh, skin. So he's the he's the character he's the professor who everybody just throws stuff at, and he ends up getting it done somehow. Um, and he works for the College of the Life and Death uh, within like right. the university. Right. And um, how? How do you feel being in the dean's office? Are you intimidated? Are you at ease? The dean's a nice guy. What can I say? <laughs> I've never had any complaints. All right. Let's well, a positive start. How about Professor Blake? How are you? Not great, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> um... I can't do voices for the records. So. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I do it for everyone else. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, oh, sorry. Let me think about how I should do this. Um, it's okay. You can just do a simple description. Okay. You got like the uh, looks and stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, Corvina Blake is a. She's in her late thirties. She is a perpetually negative and downtrodden personality. She, uh, she's kind of a slightly aging and more casual goth. She's got kind of, like, long trailing skirts and, you know, ruched, uh, 
outfits. Uh, she has never picked up an iron in her life. <laughs> she, <laughs> too much effort. Um, she is in the Department of Foresight, and she, since she was a young child, she has been able to kind of get glimpses into the future, and she's been followed around by birds in particular that send her omens. She hates them. <laughs> oh my god. As a result, she is constantly aware that things can and probably will go wrong, and so she doesn't really put any effort into anything because she's she's already decided that it's not going to work out. Extremely right. relatable. Uh, and I like her a lot. And I assume being called the dean's office, like you're even less optimistic than usual. Oh yes, definitely. She's she's not excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, uh, Professor Webb, how are you handling this? Well, uh, Professor Webb has his winning smile as always. <laughs> Unlike uh, Corvina here, he always puts the utmost effort into everything he does, or at least keeps the appearance of doing so. He's dressed um, on the cheap side of well. He dresses <laughs> up, but uh, he's also he doesn't like spending money. He has too many uh, sort of pricey habits. Mm. So as for the Dean, um, it's really hard to get a read on the Dean. So, yeah, uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Mr. Webb, as uh, a member of the the Mind Bender Department, is that official? Do we have like a... It's it's the Department of Mind Bending. Oh boy, I really wish we could find a euphemism for that. <laughs> I get the wrong idea. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, it's a little awkward. Also, Simone's here. Can't get a read on Simone either, but that's a completely different like, Yeah, problem. okay. So, Simone Solomon. Professor Simone Solomon. How are Professor. you today? Professor Simone Solomon is in a fantastic mood. Thank you for asking, as always. Um, Simone is almost certainly the youngest professor in the room at 29 mm. uh, and is dressed incredibly smartly in a pressed gray suit. Uh, and a pair of sunglasses that are very swanky um, and are almost certainly counterfeits off of eBay. Uh, <laughs> she is almost like the, the ideal counterpart to where she's sitting next to Corvina because she's sitting up straight and she's got her hands on her knees and all she can think in the back of her head is, oh my god, he knows. Oh my god, he knows. <laughs> There's just a voice going on, or it knows. Uh, yeah. She's still adapting to the um, to the dean because yeah. it, it really is something else. Uh, D- because something else is the most accurate way to describe it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it truly is something else, and um, Simone has never cast a spell in her life. Simone kind of really doesn't know how she got here, but she's making the best of it, and. Yeah, Simone is a fake. So yeah, this is a nerve-wracking thing. She's um, she's absolutely waiting for um, any of the other teachers to turn and and jacuse at any moment. So <laughs> I love how like, oh. completely opposite they are in like <laughs> mood and appearance, but they're both like balls of anxiety. Corvina is just kind of like slouching and like oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. But <laughs> I like the idea that Albert is sitting on either side of one of them and is just knitting an incredibly long sock that is being <laughs> held by another, like, a dozen skeletons because it's just trailing past. God. Uh, yes. Liam would probably have, uh, like, one foot up on the other knee, like, lean to one side. Very casual, like... Yeah. Very, very, uh, like, academic looking... Oh, what are they called? Advisor... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. A vizier. <laughs> I feel like academic vizier is an actual office in this <laughs> school. Probably. <laughs> anyway. I just do it uh, recreation. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dean uh, looks at you and as you said, has kind of, uh, is kind of hard to read, even for people who are just going off of facial expressions. Um, and it says, I hope, no, 
Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> how do I want to do this one? I thought a bit about how to do this voice. Like, I considered for a little bit, should I try and do, like, that, um, should I try and do the Twin Peaks backwards-forwards voice, but that's just too much effort. Oh, God. Um, I think I'm just gonna go for this. I hope that the new school year has been treating you favorably. Oh, yes. Yeah, just, uh, delightful as always. Uh, Of course. As well as can be expected. (laughs) That is excellent to hear, because you will be excited to know that you are a part of my greatest new undertaking. Oh no. This dude always sounds like he's dying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. He sounds delightful. (laughs) You're you're talking about giving us uh, work, right? More work? It is your standard duties, but you must understand the altered context for them. As you know, I have long been searching for a way to elevate pig smoke above our cursed rival, (laughs) Glory Staff. Oh man, I hate those guys. We do know how you feel about that, yes. Bunch of knobs. For too long, they have attempted to claim the title of America's foremost magical college, which rightfully falls to us, descending into pitiful semantics in an attempt to certify their false claims. For too long, we have struggled to find definitive numbers and statistics to prove us right. But I have come to realize that this is a fool's errand, that there are things more real than numbers. I agree. Like, numbers are... And then, like, Simone's about to say bullshit and then has to, like, stop herself and is like, numbers are useless. <laughs> yeah. It it gives you a look and you're not sure if it, like, thinks you're an idiot or is agreeing with you. And it just kind of proceeds on. What is truly remembered in the minds and souls of the magical community is the great heroes of humanity. The King Arthurs and Merlins and other savants who have saved the world and brought it into new golden ages. Ah, yes, like Peter Cushing. Pig Smoke (laughs) shall become the undisputed source of all future heroes of the magical world. And you are the tutors of our first gleaming prodigy. Oh, man. Oh, Corvina just kind of sits up a little bit, her eyes going wide. She is fearful right now. (laughs) Each of you is already teaching a class with this student and it passes forward a uh, student file for one Chad Blackwood, who Chad. you all you all recognize him. He is he is in your classes at least uh, one class each. Um, I'll leave it up to you to say which one exactly. But he's a freshman, and he just looks kind of normal. Like if you hadn't had him pointed out, then he would he would just kind of look like a generic slightly athletic freshman. Ah, yes. Chad Blackwood is the chosen one. I have chosen him. (laughs) (laughs) Albert is trying really hard to stifle a giggle. Boss, I gotta uh, ask your uh, criteria on this one. Why this one? Yeah. I, I too would like to know there are several factors. A respectable pedigree. The Blackwoods 
have attended our school for the last fifty years. There is his, I would say, gifts. Tests show that he has natural, magical, mental, uh, physical, and social capabilities. And the fact that as one of our few sports scholarships, he will not be <laughs> expecting to be the savior and prodigy of the magical realm, the element of reluctance, which in my studies I have determined is a vital but often overlooked element in human ability. Mm. Well, all right. You will teach him and challenge him, and through these challenges, he will succeed. I have a question. Does Please, the, Professor Adams, ask away. Does that mean I can't allow him to do any of the lich work, coursework that I have set up for him? I'm not entirely sure if he should be allowed to do that and potentially become a hero. I feel like... They do seem a little, um... They seem at odds. Like they would be in conflict. Yeah, I agree. Should I just... Conflict is a natural pro necessity in terms of generating heroism. Oh. Uh, I think what he's saying is people are not big fans of husks. I mean, he's got a photogenic thing going on here. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to wither him too bad. Maybe I, maybe I should just make him... Maybe I should just give him credit for psychoanalysis of lichdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that it's, sounds like a fascinating topic. Yeah. Your own grading standards are yours to choose. Sounds Though, fair. as always, I would not ask for any of you to defy the rules and regulations of pig smoke. Though no, never! I, oh, of course not, boss. Though I Very fear that Chad himself may be struck with a rebellious nature at times, we yeah. must Please. be sacrosanct to our own laws. Mm. Absolutely. Yes! yes. Ab mm -hmm. Those things that mm -hmm. I have. There's nothing I... under the board going on here. I am yeah. encouraged by your honesty and your enthusiasm. <laughs> well, you're the boss, boss. Yes, and of course, what you must understand is that this is a very confidential arrangement. I have only informed you because you are his freshman teachers. No one who is not on a need-to-know basis needs to know about this. Absolutely, boss. Whatever you ask. Albert makes, like, a, like, cutting throat gesture to, like, his sock, which currently has, like, congratulations, Blackwood, on it. <laughs> God, that was just been kind of, like, nodding vaguely throughout the whole thing. Well, I'm glad that we are all on the same page, as it were. I'm sure you, that you all have work to attend to. I will leave you to that. Are, then we're dismissed? Yes, you are excused. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny way to put that to me. <laughs> and uh, Simone, like kind of pops a quick little salute and then just like hightails it out of there as quickly <laughs> as she can because she still kind of feels like it's it's uh, unknowable nature can know her so she's just mm, kind of yeah. scooting out that's a good point I, yeah a lot of work deal? just saying a lot of work to do yes absolutely got all this magical stuff to be doing because so magical yep you sure. rush out of the room and uh, right outside the office to the dean's, right outside the door to the dean's office 
is um, one of the school's many uh, constructs of lead and bronze, which stands next to a box where anyone entering could set aside any uh, silver jewelry or magical implements before entering the room. <laughs> so if anyone had to set in, and if any of those had to put any of those in like the discreet little like plastic box before entering, it they can pick Corvina those up. It takes like there. two minutes to get everything that she had to put in that box. <laughs> Albert Albert grabs a small wedding band and that's about it. Oh. Watch. Well, um now that you're all free and you're all aware of your weird little shared responsibility, are you gonna like talk any of that over or are you just gonna get back to your day to day and like deal with that when you ha- are forced to deal with it? Simone is waiting for Corvina at the bottom of the stairs, and she just kind of, like, raises her eyebrows and says, you do know Chosen Ones usually bring some sort of horrible cataclysmic thing at the end of the year, right? Corvina takes a a deep breath and says, yes, I I am unfortunately aware of that. Cool, so we are both intensely screwed. Very much Uh, so. On the other hand... Part of history. (laughs) Big names, man. (laughs) Ladies, whatever. Uh, On the other hand, though, Corvina just just kind of pauses for a minute and she says, I think the Dean is wrong. I think this is not the chosen one. I dare you to go in there and tell him it, that. Oh, I am not going to do that (laughs) under any circumstance. So you're saying we might actually have to do extra work just to hide the fact that we're subverting the dean I mean we don't we're already really doing extra work as it is oh Who's I don't me, buddy? I don't mind doing that I know you don't do do we really need to subvert the dean though is it really such a bad thing just just do what the dean wants we don't and... want to make the dean wrong <laughs> I mean I mean maybe maybe it's wrong on its own just let it fail it's gonna fail Right, we can't be blamed if we were not the source of the, uh, I guess you could call it a prediction. (laughs) So, hmm. Alright then. I don't know how much I trust any chosen one named Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that cracked me up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the hero of the world, Chad. Yeah, I see a stage name in that kid's future. (laughs) um so i think otherwise yeah simone is just going to go we're we're kind of at the beginning of the school year correct yeah um i think you're like about halfway into the first week i think cool um there is there's a whole like sort of as an aside here there's a whole like first session setup that is um intended to be for like the first day of like classes and all that Mm -hmm. but i decided especially because some of you had questions that dealt with students you already have and because that seemed to be for the sake of providing like a whole bunch of different characters and plot threads that we might not end up using because i'm approaching this as a one shot Mm -hmm. um i decided let's start off a little bit into the first week yeah Um, then, yeah, Simone doesn't really know what to make of this whole chosen one because the dean says so sort of thing. Um, I still love that. I I chose him. He's the chosen one because I chose him. Okay, that's fine. This is cool. Um, so yeah, I guess it's just a matter of, of... prep for class and see what this little, uh, this shit kid is like, yeah? Okay. Anyone else? Does anyone, let's see, does anyone have anything on their plate right now? I know that Corvina, you had some manner of publication that's actually due tomorrow and you haven't started on it yet. Is that correct? That is correct. She was working on an experiment to compare the effects of scrying 
um, with vodka and with the more traditional water. Mainly so she could drink the experiment after she was done with it. She's done most of the experiment, like enough of it to coast on, but she hasn't started the paper at all. And I think her, <laughs> okay. her first response to this is going to be, you know what, screw it, let's do a little scrying. She wants to scry on Chad with her vodka to oh, see okay. if she can figure was, anything out. I was going to have uh, Liam ask Corvina if like, she had any, had any insight on like the kid's future, but no, I just let her do her thing. That's perfect. <laughs> so are you going she to... She already knew that you were going to ask! <laughs> so what you're saying is that you have vodka? <laughs> <laughs> Most of it's gone already, but yes. Well, well maybe I can bring some stuff over. Yeah. Okay, uh, so where do you plan on doing this, then? Um, were the others going to be, like... She could it's... have mentioned it to the others if you guys want to be, like, in on this. Nah, that's alright. Liam has to, like, at least pretend to do work. It's, like, the first week, so it's, like... It's like, oh, how to recognize psychic attacks for, like, the 18th time. <laughs> yeah. it, it goes slightly quicker if you have a skeleton to transcribe for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so for this, should I be rolling, um, should I do sorcery? Well, well wait, um, I do want to know where you are doing this, just for a second. Okay, um, I guess she could, like, take the others back to her... Apartment to chill because she doesn't really want anybody else to find out oh, about okay, this. Since so... we're, we're supposed to be, you know, on the down low here, so she's okay. gonna take everybody back to her apartment, which is just like jam full of stuff. She like she hasn't cleaned it in a year. Oh, There's okay. dust on everything. So, I that I guess that means that you don't have any other like classes or things today. I have, um, a, night, might... I have a night class, and that's it. Yeah, like yeah, she, yeah, like, she has an evening take, class. I guess I don't. I guess we didn't really know what time this like meeting with the dean oh, was yeah. taking um, place. I guess, in, or I guess around or... noon or so. And like, if if you just want to say, yeah, I don't have any more classes this day, that's that's cool. Like, a lot I'm of gonna... teachers don't have class like every day of the week. Yeah, Simone is free for the rest of the day, and she wants to see what the inside of Corvina's apartment is. And she's not surprised <laughs> when she's not surprised when she sees it at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that anybody could have predicted. <laughs> I'll say that Liam has, like, night classes, like, Tuesday and Thursday or whatever. Okay. Yeah, he's got a schedule good. all worked around. Okay. He likes to put the classes he doesn't want people to take in, like, either earlier in the morning or, like, <laughs> night. night <laughs> <laughs> Corvina's got, like, a 7 o'clock class. That's it, though. All right. Um, let's see. So... Would you say that you're using your magic here to solve a problem or remove an obstacle? Oh, publishing the thing you gotta do, I guess. It does tie into that, but that's most. she mostly has to write the article for that, though. Um, uh. I guess we're solving the problem of whether they're, whether this guy really is even a chosen one at all. Like, how much point is there going to be to what they're about to do? <laughs> that's That's a good point. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, roll with sorcery then. Okay. Uh, eleven and oh. eleven plus two, so thirteen. Very nice. Okay. Goodness. So here's the funny thing about the cast a spell. Um, so when you use your magic to solve a problem or remove an obstacle, roll plus sorcery. Um, if the type of magic you're working is outside your department, uh, you roll disadvantage, but luckily you're you're very much within your field specialty right here. Yes. Um, and um, on a hit, the magic works and the problem is solved. However, um, even on a 10 plus, you have to choose one unintended consequence. Ooh. Oh. Um, so... Either your solution becomes someone else's problem, the magic is short-lived or otherwise temporary, the magic af uh, affects far more than you intended, or something gets wrong, goes wrong and you get hurt. 
Hmm. We're not really like doing anything with effects right now, so short-lived or effects far more, those don't really sound like... Um... It, it could work. Like, I could argue, you could maybe say that uh, the short-lived thing means you get a very brief glimpse, for example. Like, you see That's what he true. might do tomorrow? <laughs> or something like that. Hmm. And if it's far more than you intended, you maybe see more than you intended to see. Yeah, that's true. Like, you get proof that he's not the chosen one because you see just what a sad sack he is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hmm. These are all really good, though. Uh, Between your solution becomes someone else's problem or the magic effects. Yeah, let's go with the magic effects far more than you intended. Okay. Uh, So, also real quick, can you... Describe to me how this spell goes. I've got a pretty decent idea based on what you've said about the components involved, but I like to I like to get descriptive with this. She um she turns all the lights off and lights little tea candles, like ten of them in a circle, around a crystalline bowl of vodka, and then she just kind of like leans <laughs> yes! over it and stares, like almost like she's going to fall into it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she does. All right. Well, um, and I assume this works in kind of like a, uh, is what you see more direct or symbolic? Mm. Is it like a camera thing or more of a revealing reality through images sort of thing? I think the latter. It's more like flashes of things. Okay. Um, so... You get shots of Chad, like, arriving on campus with that sort of bright-eyed um, wonder of freshmen arriving on campus for the first time. You see him hanging out with friends, and you actually, oh, uh, you recognize someone. Uh, you see that he's it seems that he's already made friends with Eunice Albright. Oh, at that point, as soon as you see that, she's been, like, gloomily silent up to this point. It's really awkward, because they're just watching her stare into a bowl of vodka in the dark. But as soon as she sees Eunice, she just goes, Shit! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? What is it? Albert's, like, writing furiously in a small (laughs) journal he's got. (laughs) He just writes shit in huge letters. Um, she takes a deep breath and she sa- and just says, well, part of the reason I thought the dean might be wrong is because I haven't, you know, gotten a bead on this guy at all before this point. But there was another student. And I was really, really hoping she wouldn't be involved, but I think she's going to be. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, you got troublemakers already? Not exactly a troublemaker. It's more like she's way too nice for this. Mm, understandable. I, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, what's the exact uh, thing about her that drew your attention? Oh, let me see. I think that like maybe she's like popped up in visions Corvina has had, and maybe like the birds always seem to be like around her, like in the vicinity of oh. her, like when she's going about campus. And it was impossible for Corvina not to notice her. She knows there's something up with this girl. And she really doesn't want to be involved. <laughs> okay. And uh, things keep going on. You see that he's... You also see him hanging out with uh, Leon Cuthbert, which who you don't recognize, but if like Albert is leaning over, he might. Yeah, well, she'll try to like describe everything to everybody once everything is done. Yeah. Um, and yeah, okay, so just to progress with the rest of the thing. And you see him um at I since I was never an athlete, I don't know if college football has like tryouts. I I guess they I guess they would. But uh see him at tryouts for the school football team, the fighting piggies. There's been there's <laughs> been God. No, why there's are we been, not winning any games? God. There's been a really drawn-out process of trying to get the name changed, but there's, <laughs> there are apparently some gayesses involved, so... Mm. Um, I refuse to believe that that was cool, even in the 30s. 
I bet, I bet the dean likes it. Like the dean loves the name. And uh, it is inscrutable. And you just get these various flashes, like of the dude, and um, you can see that he's like he's just a jock. Like he's a popular jock, but mm. he's a jock. He's just some. He's just some dude. You do not get any vision of, like, a great deed in the future. Well, I think mm. usually, like, happens after you graduate college, I imagine. I mean, hopefully. Like, we're, we're not going to get any great deeds on campus, right? I don't... Those things, like, usually turn out badly for teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen movies! <laughs> When everything is done, like, Corvina just kind of pushes the ball forward and, like, slumps onto the table. And then she just stops and she gets up and she, like, downs part of the bowl. Mm. <laughs> and she explains everything and she's like, yeah, this is exactly what I was afraid of. So um, he's just a guy. And then, like, well, so the slowly, slowly you see Simone's arm reach into the frame with Corvina to try and take some of that vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Corvina extends it to her. <laughs> thank, thank you. So he's just a, a, a guy? That, that's, I mean, his I name is Chad. What do you he's, expect? He's just a guy now. He's just a guy, but he's also a guy who's attached to a couple of different people that may or may not be very big come their senior year. Like who? Like what? That that Leon kid? Is that what you said? Mm, he... I... I expect greatness in him very quickly. Um... Hmm. He... He's already in one of my li my uh, advanced Lichdom classes and he's only a freshman. So... Oh. Very high hopes for that boy. Must have had some uh, AP necromancy in high school, huh? Mm. I'm just amazed that you all can, uh, like, remember your students and, like, their <laughs> names and shit. What, you don't? You sit in the front row every day. I don't, pay, I don't pay a whole lot of attention, I gotta admit. I mean, I know I mean, all of my students' names. I'm sending you oh. Christmas cards. I only have <laughs> I only have five people in my Lichdom classes at any given point, so it's easy to keep that track of them. Yeah, I bet. Most of them usually drop out or die horrible, horrible consequences. You know. Oh. Yeah, see, that's why I teach speech. <laughs> <laughs> Worst case, you get somebody on a, you know, giving a speech on fucking legalizing weed. Always good. Always hilarious. Mm. Well, uh, I guess. I guess we just teach the kid like usual and. Yeah. Hope nothing catastrophic happens to any of yeah. us. We just forget this ever happened. And I like this plan. Yeah. Alright, so. Uh, with that done, I assume you guys are heading back to campus? Yeah. Or at least everyone besides yeah, Corvina? This place is depressing. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely dust. It would probably uh, like uplift your mood. Um, like, uh, like open a window? Something? I don't know. You and I can go thrift store shopping for nice collectible plates. <laughs> yeah, alright, whatever. Live your life. I'll see you around. <laughs> After they go, she dusts like one cabinet and then she's done. She's like, no. <laughs> like, That's oh, enough. Boy. That sucked. Let's, let's not do that. That's exhausting. Dusting <laughs> <laughs> is hard work. I understand yeah. this poor, poor child. Me, incredibly now, relatable. While we're talking about going to and from campus, this is a good opportunity to iron out something I wasn't entirely sure about. Mm -hmm. Is campus like in the middle of like a town or city? Or is it one of those campuses that's sort of set to the side, like connected with a dirt road or something? I like the idea that mm. since this is a nearly unknowable fucking college, I like the idea that it's it's always right there, just out of your peripheral in the town. <laughs> and every time you turn, it's just not there. There's entrances like to that. it everywhere. That's, that's good. Yeah, I like that. Is, that. Yeah. 
It is. We would have had a train, but you know, fucking American public transportation. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's not. Yeah, get on shit. bus three and three quarters, asshole. <laughs> good, good luck trying to get your Uber driver to get you to class on time. Uh, I think, um, because you just inspired me, I think there is, in fact, a small, like, Uber alike, specifically with drivers with, um, talents for navigating weird liminal spaces. Yes, awesome. I love the idea. Okay. I love the idea okay. of a rug pool, you know, with like a giant carpet, like match carpet. <laughs> oh, there God. might be something like that. Like, I didn't say they all had cars. Yeah. <laughs> See, I One immediately them... thought of like a, like a sadier cabbie. I think that'd be great. That oh works too. I think there might be someone who just, you know what, I'm gonna save some material for if we actually have to use it. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So keep some of those cars to yourself. Yeah. Um, okay, so you return, um, I believe. Uh, yeah, so Corvina has the paper to mm, actually gonna write. She's going to work on her paper until her 7 o'clock class, just furiously typing. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Now, that sounds like publish. You haven't filled up a research track, but it did sound like you had already done that before in fiction, which seems legitimate as a way of how that played into the question you were answering. Um, it might feel a little bit cheap, but I'm going to let you go ahead and roll for that. So oh, okay. roll research. I want to see how it works. So. Yeah. Yeah. So when your when a research track is full, and normally you'd have to fill that up with delve deeper rolls, you can choose to publish your work. Um, if you do come up with a suitably academic title for the paper you've written, and roll with research. So what's the title of this? Hmm. Scrying oh. with spirits. As in, like, oh, alcoholic yes. spirits. Yes! Oh, that's, that's a good, good one. Yeah, that's sorry, really I shouldn't good. help, but it hit me. That's that's really good, yeah. That's gold. I, it's gotta be that, like... I, I think maybe, like, maybe that was, like, um... Simone's, like, parting shot as she was, like, she left the apartment then ducked back in. Hey, you should name you should name your yes. paper Scrying with Spirits. Can Corvina list Simone as a co-author? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that I, I, I think that there's no reason not to. I might have to check some stuff, but I think co-author shit can be as like shallow and arbitrary as you want. I think she's gonna do that then. <laughs> yes! <laughs> nice. She helped her drink the vodka too. Yeah! She can justify it. <laughs> yeah, Total exactly. research partner, man! <laughs> she verified that there was not any like psychic residue left over in the vodka afterwards. Exactly. It was potable. <laughs> so so I go ahead and roll uh... Yeah, roll with research. Okay. Ooh, seven plus. Let me see. Oh, seven minus one. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh yeah, no. you're bad at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Perfect. <laughs> okay, you know what? I I like this. I like this mental image. You don't see this, but as you're typing this up, um the camera sort of pans over to that, like, crystal decanter you had, or whatever it was, mm -hmm. the, the thing that had held it, and it sort of zooms in to the reflective surface of the crystal itself, and you see someone um, reading the, this article in a journal, in a magical journal, in the future when this is published and after they finish reading it they like set the journal down and say of all the nerve <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. oh, no. oh. 
Oh, so, the first person to make an enemy was Corvina. That's great. <laughs> I'm assuming it's okay. the first one then. <laughs> so, uh, <sighs> meanwhile, Liam, here's the situation. Okay. You're prepping. You're prepping for class as usual. Which, which yeah, class history is of mesmerism? Okay, history that's of my, mesmerism. That's my ninth class. Okay, and normally, this would, this would be perfectly normal, but you have a secret right now and you're walking into the department of mind bending oh Oh, god oh no oh god damn it dean (laughs) so what i cursed your heart that day (laughs) (laughs) so um are you like you realize this as you're walking, and you probably like stop and curse and something. Yeah. So, um, what the hell did it expect? Um. <laughs> so, are you gonna take any precautions? Yeah, let me look at my specialties here. What? So it says like telepathy, mind reading, mind control, self control, intellect boosting. Could I like try to put up like a shield? I think I that's like... a valid. That's a valid application. I feel like uh, it would be noticeable to other, like, telepaths, but, I mean, why wouldn't you have a shield up in the Department of Mindbending? Exactly. Um, So I think that is also rolling with sorcery, and I'm curious about what that kind of magic would look like. Hmm. It might be largely internal, but I feel like... I mean, I don't want to put any words in your mouth, so... If you want to say it's just entirely subtle, that's a valid choice. But I think that a lot of it is like visualization, like sort of making like a cage of like sort of like bright white light around his own head. Nice. He has to like sort of like mumble and hum under his breath for like the like like the incantation part of it. Mm-hmm. But he's done it a lot, so I imagine he can do it while walking and not draw too much attention. Yeah. He, he just like... seems like the sort of person who like walks around and mutters. Yeah, I mean. A lot of a lot of people do that on campus. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of a lot of people do that on regular campuses. You got students <laughs> who are trying to memorize shit just as they're going yeah. about their day to day. So yeah, roll with sorcery. Okay. So two d six. If I remember right, I'm not particularly good at sorcery. Oh my god. Yeah, I've got sorcery zero. At least it's not uh, a negative. All right. Okay. Come on. Good money. No whammies. Oh, okay. So I got a total of 10. Nice. Okay, so you still have to pick an unintended consequence, which is solution becomes someone else's problem. Yeah, I got the list. Magic is short-lived, or otherwise temporary. Oh, yeah, you got the list. Hmm. Don't want to get hurt. Don't want it to be short-lived, because I got to prepare for class in here. Oh. Damn. I'm going to make it somebody else's problem. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good. I don't know how that could possibly manifest, but I don't particularly care either. As long okay. as it's somebody else's problem. Yeah. Okay. So, um... The secret to solving problems is to keep creating new problems until you're dead. Like... <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know if Wizard World here has Twitter, but if so, Liam follows Wolf Puppy. I mean, <laughs> it has Facebook, so I think. Oh, yeah, if it has Pet Life, it's gotta have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was something we discussed off mic. However, yeah, right. um, yeah we'll we'll wait to see if the the steamy mind bending uh, department drama comes up. But if not, well, it's there. Gotta, I was about gotta, to say so. You're walking d- through the mind-bending halls, which are, mm-hmm. like, I, I see the mind-bending building as being one of the older buildings. Yeah, it's probably extremely ordinary. Yeah. Um, but it's also, like, it's not one of those, like, sleek modern college buildings. It's, like, it's brick, you know? Yeah. And just walking through it, it... it it probably looks nice because this is one of the departments where, like, nothing blows up. Yeah. I mean, literally. Yeah, exactly. 
there can be huge psychic fallout, but it's nothing that's going to damage, like, the wood paneling, and the custodians <laughs> are very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and as you're just walking along, getting to your office to get your things, um, Stefan Boswick pops out <laughs> of his... Just, like, out of a doorway or around a corner? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, um, it it it's not it wasn't the doorway to his office or whatever. You don't get a good look at it, but he just pops up in your face like, "Hey, hey, buddy, what is up?" Not much. I heard you were just at the dean's office. What was up with that? I had a couple of had a couple of teachers you wanted to have a talk to. Okay. Right, right, yeah. He's looking at you very intently, and you can see his hand, like, slowly going up to his temple. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're... Aw, oh, newbie, you're hilarious. Anyway, yeah, I just... They, it, it, whatever. I just had some stuff wanted to run by us. You know, trusted. Mm, yeah. I, I've only been here for a little while compared to you, but yeah. I know that it's pretty big on small talk. Just regular things like... You like... Know, uh, glory staff, mostly. Uh, getting <laughs> he, over on him. He's not really listening to you. He's just looking at you with his hand <laughs> to his temple, and he's, like, getting increasingly frustrated. And you, then... have, you have really got to work on your presentation, my man. <laughs> that is not a way to make friends. <laughs> he just uh, he he completely drops like the friendly facade and he just like glares at you like yeah alright well you know what now I know you got something to hide so yeah you should you can uh, never mind uh, it's funny but I don't think you'd get it anyway <laughs> <laughs> I got a class to prepare for, and uh, I don't know. I've only got you know, like six hours. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> all right, I will see you around. Unfortunately, you <laughs> <laughs> walk off, and he just like, yeah, <laughs> just like waves his hand at you yeah, as you nice go. Nice life, asshole. Ooh, <laughs> 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 out. Time to find out what I am teaching. God, I hate history. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, a lot of... I think that a lot of the history of mesmerism comes down to... Now, allegedly, this yeah. historical event was caused by mesmerism. However... Oh, my God. So it probably is like Frank from Professor Brothers Lectures. Where he just yes. Does, he just does whatever. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know the story of Jesus is pretty played, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Levi, you're killing and, <laughs> and now, Albert, what class have you got coming up? Uh, the... <clears throat> the course of corpse defilement. Okay, oh. that's good. There is an issue, um... As I think Not you mentioned to corpses. me earlier, you are, yeah, you are actually down a corpse. You had one set aside. It was oh, I all was joking. I'm sorry. It was requisitioned, all proper, and now it's it's not there. It's not where you had it. It's not it's where not, you left it last. It's not. It's not where it was assigned to be. He like, looks. There is a, he glares at one of his skeletons and says, "No, I don't suppose he got up and walk away." <laughs> the skeleton is just. The skeleton is greets you with bony silence. <laughs> there don't there definitely don't seem to be more of your guys than usual. Um, actually, that's that does raise a question. Something I've been wondering. You do have that. You've got that horde of assistants, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, like, what percentage of them has flesh? Is it primarily skeletal, primarily zombie, or like about fifty-fifty? Uh, it's uh, it's about a <clears throat> it's about a seventy-five twenty-five split. Um, okay. it's mostly skeletons, but he's got a couple of fresher, nicer-looking embalmed okay. zombies. Okay, nice. That's good. A lot of people they they forget to embalm. 
And that's like the first step. I that's know, a that's the, mistake. That's the whole point of this course, but then I digress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're gonna be... If, if any students go about like bringing the dead back to life in their apartments, it's gonna be smelling fresh. Mm -hmm. That's... You can't do anything about the first part. That's just a given. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, you don't, you don't have a body. And there's the obvious but messy solution, but there's also, you, you can also try to, um, just put in a requisite order for it at the bursar's office. You can be like, hey, I I've, I need this for my class. You can put in a purchase order. Uh, and yeah. that is messy in its own way because that's, in that way, you're dealing with the whole bureaucratic system. I think I think Albert's going to do that because, like, at the end of the day, he just doesn't want to go through the ordeal of that. And he doesn't want to bug the janitor again because this is, like, mm -hmm. the third time a corpse has gone missing. Right after, uh, like, right on their day. Oh, okay. So you you, sus you suspect him? Yes. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So for the purchase order, I think that's just you gotta like trudge all the way over back to, like, the bursar's office, and you gotta fill out this form. There's like you fill out a form for the that you're making a purchase order. Then there's a second one for any kind of potential like biohazard, um, and so it's a mess. So. And and it's it can be tricky to keep track of what like papers you're actually going for here. So roll with bureaucracy. All right. <clears throat> this is gonna be fun. Oh no. All right. Oh, that was really good. Six and a four plus one. Okay, cool. Um, you don't need to offer anything in exchange. You get exactly what you asked for, and you get it right now. Wow. So That's I'm possible. trying to think okay. of how this would work i think i think when you hand it to the person like sitting behind like not a desk they'd be kind of like behind a i don't know what it's called but, like one of those like little windows like when you're at the dmv you know mm. um you hand it over to them and they scan your order and seem maybe a little bit disappointed that you don't get anything wrong, but they <laughs> stamp it and they hand it to you and you can just take that directly to the Department of Life and Death's um, faculty morgue and they'll just they'll just hook you up right away with a fresh one. I wonder if there's people who donate their bodies to magical science. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Albert's just gonna so, Albert's just gonna get onto his old rickshaw and get his corpses to, like, ferry him back and forth. <laughs> God. Yes! God, yes! Oh, that is such a scene. That is, that's the equivalent of that one guy I knew. There was, uh, one of my favorite teachers was this little Romanian guy who had a Segway. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes you just see him like going around on his Segway, and it was great. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think that's. You know what? I, I would say that's the last thing we see there of him just being, being carted off by his horde. But what's Simone doing on her day off? Um, Simone is still on campus. She went back after Corvina's <laughs> apartment. Uh, she is in her office, and she is just binging information to get ready for classes the next day. Because, uh -huh. like, Simone has a working knowledge, and she's really glad that she's actually pretty glad that she's, like, a, uh, like a, this is only, like, her first or second year at, mm -hmm. at, uh, at Pig, Pig Smoke. Smoke. And so... That means she gets all, like, the garbage freshman classes. <laughs> right, right. Which is fine by her, because those require the least amount of magic. Mm -hmm. um, so she is just trying to, like, compile lesson plans that require zero amount of uh, magical display. Uh, in this case, her next class is an 8 a.m. class, and God, she hates it. But again, <laughs> she's the rookie. 
Yeah. Uh, she oh. has an 8 a.m. class that is identifying, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Identifying extraplanar beings. Nice. So she's she's currently just like holed up in her office with that. Read the monster manual. Basically reading the monster <laughs> manual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the brochure. Well, um, all right then. That sounds like, you know, I would say was delve deeper, but I just know that's that's time consuming. You're just spending the, uh, like rest of the afternoon doing this instead mm-hmm. of spending the whole week. So. Right. Okay, then. So, so if I uh, actually had an idea. Oh, yes? So, if people are going to keep trying to, like, poke through my memories to get at what the Dean's, like, trying to get me to do, mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm going to do instead is write down just, like, a, just like a real brief Cliff Notes version. What was it? Is it Chad Blackwood? Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just, yeah, he's just going to write, Chad Blackwood, big deal. Put it in, like, his inside coat pocket, and transplant the memory of the dean telling him this like into his memory recorder so that it's not there anymore oh, in his head excellent Great. yeah that's that's one thing you have what's your memory recorder look like um that's a good ass question i had a couple of ideas in my head if you want to get concepts yeah, lay them on me the thing it's clearly based on in like harry potter is like like this kind of wide bowl filled with a silvery liquid but it could also be um like a it could be like a crystal ball or it could also be like an enchanted like recording device that's what i was was thinking of like a like a tape recorder yeah Yeah, a tape recorder could definitely be it you just like place it against you place it against your like temple and press record yeah that'd be good okay cool so yeah, you just like it's not the most comfortable feeling. Um, it's just forgetting something, but way faster than the human brain is really used to. All um, right, now not to worry about this ever again. <laughs> I think that's the whatever I it was. That it had me really stressed out. I'm glad I don't have to think about it. Uh, yeah, whatever that was, I'm glad that it's behind us forever, so... <laughs> it won't ever be relevant again. <laughs> Talk... So, uh, join us again next week for something completely different, I guess, because we don't have to worry about that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>